Hello, hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. My name's Emily. I am one of the Chatterbug tutors and streamers for English. Uh, I'm originally from Canada. I grew up on the West Coast in Vancouver. Um, and I also spent some time living in London, over on the other side of the Atlantic in the UK. And currently I am traveling. So right now I am driving in my camper van. Um, I'm going from Canada all the way to Argentina right now in Colombia. So good morning from Medellin. Good to see you here. Come say hello in the chat. Let me know where you're from and uh, hope you're doing well today. Cool, let's get started. So today is all about manners. Maybe you've heard this phrase. This is a very common thing for parents maybe to say to their kids, um, mind your manners. Uh, so in the picture you have the woman like this, mind your manners. This means, um, you know, be polite, uh, don't be rude. And this is particularly important as we get older too, um, not just when you're a kid and you're learning about what are good manners in your culture, in your society. Um, but as you get older, there's examples I have here in the slides. So you're going to interview for a job, you know, so what are you doing when you go to handshake? What about eye contact? This can vary between different cultures. Maybe you are meeting your significant other's parents for the first time. So you are already nervous. Maybe they come from another culture. Um, and so you want to learn about what would be good manners for their culture. Uh, maybe you're having lunch with a client. So a lot of manners are to do with table manners or can also be called etiquette. Maybe you've heard that word. Um, I think we're stealing the French word there as we often do in English. Um, and so you need to know about what would be appropriate table manners, particularly if maybe this is an international client or you're traveling with work, these are some things to be aware of. Um, but you know, it's not just special occasions like these I've mentioned. You also, uh, you know, wanna have manners just with your friends when you're around colleagues um, and probably they're gonna be judging how you behave. <laughs> so this is just kind of normal social behavior. All right, so hello everyone, come say hi, let me know where you're from, and let me know how you're doing today. Cool, okay, so this is the topic today. And why does it matter? Why would you bother to go look up what is good manners in this culture, or why do your parents teach you about, you know, what are good manners and social norms? It's to set, um, they set an example for you. You want to leave a good impression on people. And in the workplace, it can help you stand out amongst your peers. So if you have particularly good manners, you're very polite, um, people tend to appreciate that. Okay, so what we're going to do today, um, I've looked up some different manners that vary between countries. And so I think we have people from various countries today, um, the Americas, Europe, Middle East, uh, usually seems to be where people are from um, in the chat. And so 
yeah, let's see what you say when I ask you what are good manners. The first one, <clears throat> so a big burp, or you can call it a belch when it's a very big burp. Um, after a meal, do you think that is a sign that you enjoyed the meal? So maybe the chef or your host is going to be like, awesome, they really, they really loved that food. Or do you think it's rude? Do you think it's rude and it's noisy? Um, what do you think? <clears throat> Let's see. Okay, so most people are saying they think it's rude. One person so far says it's a sign that you enjoyed the meal. Um, a couple people now, that's increasing. So those people who say it's a sign that you enjoyed the meal, please tell us in the chat, where are you from? And um, yeah, let us know if you answered that. So it's kind of even. So it's interesting, isn't it? Something maybe that you grew up, your parents were like, don't do this. In another culture, it's totally fine, if not expected. Cool. So yeah, we do have uh, people from all over today. We have Brazil, Florida, Turkey. Um, the red and green flag. Is that one Albania? Maybe. <laughs> um, Tell me what that red and green star it looks like is. Hungary, Kurdistan, Germany, Mexico. So it's most people say rude, but a good number of people say that it means you enjoyed the meal. Okay, so in countries, someone's from Turkey there. So in the research I found two countries where it is considered a compliment are Turkey and Saudi Arabia. And so this is a way to show that you ate plenty, you enjoyed everything, um, and it might even be considered rude not to burp at the end of a big meal. Um, it's kind of a case of saying, you know, don't say it, prove it, prove that you are really full and enjoyed your meal. Um, so maybe the, the big belch or burp and, you know, rubbing the tummy shows your host or the cook that you are totally satisfied. Um, yeah, so come, if you answered that you think it's a compliment, please let us know in the chat. As I said, you know, I'm not an expert on any of these things. I've just done a little bit of Googling around uh, to see what I could find. So if you ever disagree, uh, totally let me know in the chat. And if you have any questions about vocabulary as we go, let me know. Okay, cool. Salma from Morocco, nice to meet you too. Um, good to have you here. Let us know what is it like in Morocco. Is it rude or is it considered a compliment? Okay, the next one, I think it'll be interesting to see how divided it is in our group. We have people from so many different countries. So is spitting, you know, spitting when you spit something out, is that common in your country? it's fine or is it rude so we're talking about spitting maybe in public i think in some countries it's considered even um like an offense you could get in a lot of trouble for spitting let me know what country you're from and um if there's any kind of culture around spitting Cool. Fabian from Colombia. I'm in Colombia right now. So hello, Fabian. I'm currently in Medellin. Let me know which city you're in. Um, 
from Turkey as well. Okay, so everyone here is saying rude so far. Okay, so there is a country and a culture where it is common. Let's see if any of you guys could guess what it is. It's a country in Africa, um, and it's a certain tribe. They are called the Maasai tribe in Kenya, in Sub-Saharan Africa, but specifically, they're largely in Kenya. Um, and someone asks, what is spitting? So spitting is when you have saliva, so like kind of the liquid in your mouth, and you so spitting. Like here in the picture, um, we see a woman who's spitting on her baby. And in this tribe, that's seen as a way to bring good luck, prosperity. Um, another example of this would be a father will spit on his daughter when she is getting married. And this is to bring good luck for the marriage. Uh, it's seen as a sign of kind of affection, reverence, which means you have a deep respect for someone. That word reverence could even be a greeting. So something that seems so strange to us. Um, and if you see someone do this in the street, you're kind of like, Ooh. Um, in other countries and cultures, such as with the Maasai tribe, it is completely normal. And they would think it's weird that we don't do this. So spit to say hello um, with the Maasai. Yeah, and so someone says in Malaysia in particular, it's rude to spit in public. Yeah, I think there's some countries where it's even kind of illegal. You could get in trouble from the from the police if they saw you spitting. So I'm not sure, maybe, I don't know if it's that strict in Malaysia. Let me know if in your country, you know, it's a really bad thing to do. Okay, next one. So um, in a business setting, let's say you're meeting a new client, uh, most people, I think, shake with their right hand. Anyways, we are mostly right hand dominant. Um, some people might be left handed, but I think even then they would still go shake for the right hand because otherwise you'd have this sort of awkward attempt to <laughs> shake hands. Um, what do you think? And great, Gigi, I'm glad you're enjoying the lesson. <laughs> um, what do you think? Some people say normal, interesting. So those people who say normal, if you were to put out your left hand, would the other person put out their left hand or would you kind of do a sort of side shake or what happens if it's normal? Um, some people say weird, but okay. So if someone put out their left hand to you, you'd be, might kind of go with it, but it would feel awkward. Um, or is it normal? Is it rude? Or is it rude? So only a couple people are saying rude. Okay, let's see. So in many countries in the world, um, particularly many countries that are located in the Middle East and South Asia, your right hand is for eating and shaking hands. Your left hand is for wiping. Um, so for you to put out your left hand would be disgusting, rude, strange, 
in some of these um, countries in the world. It goes the other way too. If you were out at a meal, so in some countries where it's common to use your hands, so maybe in South Asia, I think also some North African countries, it's common to kind of eat with the bread and pick up some of the food. So if you used your left hand to eat, that would be seen as disgusting as well, because, you know, each hand has its purpose. Um, so, yes, think about when you are traveling in these countries, don't put out your left hand. And if you're out for a meal, you're not eating with both hands, you're using one. Okay, let's keep going. Hopefully you're learning something and uh, maybe a bit of vocab. Let's keep going. Okay, so I'm curious about tipping. So tipping is when you give a bit of extra money to someone. It could be at a restaurant, the hairdresser, a taxi driver, tour guide, all, all sorts of situations may um, mean that you would give a tip. So what is it like in your culture? Is it not expected? So people are happy if you give them something, but you don't really need to. Is it rude? Uh, people don't want anything extra? Is minimum 10% kind of the norm? Do you maybe round up? So I know in some places, maybe like a taxi could be let's say 9.50, and so maybe you round it up to 10 or something and you don't ask for change. Um, or is there another way that tipping works in your culture? Let us know in the chat so we can all learn. Okay. And William Silva from Brazil. So Dazzling says it's okay, but you don't have to do this in Turkey. So not expected, but appreciated maybe you could say. Miguel says usual in Mexico. Yeah, so 10% often included maybe on the bill already. So I think it's becoming more and more common. Um, so I moved to the UK from Canada in 2014. And at that time, tipping culture wasn't really that common. Uh, but during my almost eight years living there, I started to notice that in more and more places, it was starting to be added to the bill. It kind of started at 10%, and then it was like 12.5%. And then some places now, you know, if you have a group, let's say six or more people, they say, oh, it's a group a tip, 15%. It's really starting to change. I think it's really increasing in countries around the world. Um, definitely in tourist spots, even if it's not so normal, uh, I think people kind of expect it. Okay, so a lot of people are saying that sort of minimum 10% is the culture. Um, and just one, two people saying it's rude. Interesting. So let me know, those of you who say it's rude, let me know what country you are from. Because there is another country I found where it is rude to give someone some extra money. And that is in Japan. So in Japan, if you give a tip, it's sort of like telling this person, here, here's some extra money. 
why don't you go get some more training because you need it? You know, you're not doing your job well enough, actually. You need some extra money. Um, you're not paid enough. So it's seen as a bit of an insult, which is pretty interesting because in so many parts of the world, you know, people might even depend on this extra money to help take care of their family. Um, yeah, so as I said already in England, it wasn't so common, definitely not in pubs. It's starting to become more common. Um, but it's usually if you genuinely liked the person providing the service and they did a good job. Places like in the United States, you know, tipping culture, I think, has got kind of out of control. Uh, people are tipping 20, 25 percent of a bill. Um so I would say the U.S. definitely has some of the highest expectations for tipping that I've seen in the world. And often people kind of expect a tip, even if they didn't do a particularly good job. It's just an expectation. So if they did a bad job and you decide not to tip or you give what they think is a low tip, like 10%, which would be great in other countries, they might think that you are the rude one as the customer. So there's there's um, quite a culture around this. What I usually do when I travel to a new country is I Google kind of what is the tipping culture um, because what's normal in a restaurant might be different in a hairdresser and so on. So I usually just want to know what is the norm so I they don't think I'm a rude tourist. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, so that's Japan. And... A couple of you also mentioned that it could be considered rude in your country, so let us know. Um, someone in the chat says, in Malaysia, it usually depends on your kindness, how much you want to give. So yeah, it's out of your generosity, but not expected. Okay, next one. So sh showing the soul which is the bottom part of your shoe, is the sole. Um, that is rude, or it has no meaning in your culture. Is that rude to show someone the bottom of your shoe? Okay. Most people saying no meaning. One person says rude, so if that person could let us know which country they are from. And what does it mean? Tell us what it means then. Okay. Yeah, so mo most people saying no meaning. One person says rude. Oh, a few people now. So let me know where you're from and I will tell you in the next slide which countries are included. So from what I could tell online, um, they said this is generally in the Arab countries. So that would include about 22 countries. And by showing the sole of your shoe, like in the picture, you have the gentleman with his leg crossed. Um, it's a show of disdain or very intense dislike, hate. So you won't don't want to sit like this guy in the picture. Um, also, if you're kind of reclining on a seat with your feet facing your host, that would be very rude. It's considered unclean. Um, so in these countries, just like other countries in the world, um, you must remove your shoes before entering places of worship, people's homes, other buildings. Um, 
so it's not just the Arab countries. I think there's other countries too where, um, you know, the bottom of the shoe is considered very unclean, should not be shown. All right. So Florentino saying, in Brazil, it only happens when people fall down. <laughs> All right. And hello, Janet. Good to have you here. All right. Let me know if this is surprising to you. A few people said that it was rude. Um, and yeah, let me know. And so Janet, so Janet, I've made it down south a bit more. I'm currently in Medellin. Lots of driving <laughs> to get here. I'll probably be in Colombia for another two weeks or so. We'll see. Um, cool. Let's keep going. So slurping noodles. So slurping is like, if you have some noodles and you're making a lot of noise as you're, as you're sucking it in. Slurping noodles, <laughs> is that considered loud and rude? Or is it a compliment to the chef? What do you think? Ah, I'm great, Janet. So I'm in your city now. I should be here, I think, until maybe Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So going to a concert tomorrow. Very excited. Daddy Yankee concert <laughs> at the stadium here. <laughs> All right, so many people here saying if you're slurping, so that's that kind of sound you make. <laughs> it's considered loud and rude. If someone was doing that beside you at a restaurant, you'd giving them a bit of a side eye and like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but a few of you have said it would be a compliment to the chef. So slurping means that, you know, it's it's wonderful. Um, yeah, so Gigi says slurping drives me crazy. It's unbearable. I think a lot of people have this with like hearing any sounds of people eating. So if people's chewing loudly um, or the burping we talked about earlier, slurping, yeah, the famous lady in the tramp scene, perfect Florentino, you got it, when they're slurping the noodle, the spaghetti. Um, most of us, we don't want to hear other people eat. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it can be disgusting, and that's what we've learned. But that's not for everyone. So oh, I've missed the T off the end here, but slurping your food is expressing delight. Uh, in, I think, various uh, Southeast Asian countries, and East Asian, but China in particular, you should slurp your noodles. It's considered a great compliment to the chef or your host. And it's also a way to apparently uh, cool down the noodles and enhance the flavor as you eat. So it's the equivalent making lots of sound as you're eating the noodles is the same thing as saying, you know, this is delicious, uh, compliments to the chef. Um, Whereas, yeah, I think for many other cultures, we try to eat as silently as possible. You don't even want to hear yeah, people chewing with their mouths open, maybe. If you can hear the chewing, it's like, ugh. Um, we try to make very little noise in cultures like, uh, yeah, North America or in Europe, I think, in general. So interesting. So those of you who said that it was a positive thing, let us know what country you are from. Okay, next one. 
I I was surprised by this one, but then I thought, yeah, it makes makes sense. So we'll learn about which country this is. But um, let's say you've invited a friend over for dinner party. It would be great. You know, maybe they brought something. A bottle of wine is a pretty common house gift or something to bring to a dinner. Um, do you think it's a friendly gesture or an insult? <laughs> so Tazling Hayes says you can just blow on the noodles to cool them. Yes, that's true. I agree. <laughs> um, and Janet, yes, I have tried arepa. So I've tried some arepa de huevo and some sweet arepa. I don't remember what it was called, um, but I have tried some. Yes, it was good. And some plain ones. Okay. So, yeah, most of us would think, you know, bringing a bottle of wine over to our friends is a really nice thing to do. One person said an insult. So I'm curious if this person is from the country that uh, I found this information about. Let me know in the chat. So if you are going over to a French person's house, um, France, of course, has great wine, and people know a lot about uh, know a lot about it in general. It's kind of a, it's a big part of their culture, and so if you bring wine, it sort of implies that the wine that they are going to offer at this dinner party isn't good enough. So you've brought your own. You're worried about the quality of the wine. Um, kind of surprised me, but then I I guess kind of understand. So maybe what you could do is just ask them if there's anything you can bring. Or on this website, they said, uh, in France, it's better to bring some flowers or sweets. Um, but if you're bringing flowers, you need to be careful about what color those are. Because uh, if, for example, apparently yellow flowers indicate that they have an unfaithful partner. So watch out for all these meanings of different things, who would have thought? Um, okay, so apparently in Turkey as well, it can be insulting um, because it seems like the host doesn't have wine or something to make them happy. So tell us, uh, Dazzling Hayes, what would be kind of an appropriate thing to bring to a dinner party in Turkey? What would it be? Would it be sweets or flowers like um, they suggest in France? Or is it better to not bring anything? It always feels a bit weird going empty-handed to something like a dinner party. So what would you bring? Okay, so the next one, I think we have people from various countries who might think that this is rude. So I'll do this quickly. I'm sorry if you think this is rude. Um, this sign, so the okay sign, fourth, Forefinger, this is your forefinger to your thumb. Is this rude or does it just mean okay? Um, this is also a symbol that you use in diving. So <clears throat> when you're underwater scuba diving, your dive master will often look at you and go like this. They want to see that you're okay and your response is this. Because if you do thumbs up, it means you want to go up. So you don't do a thumbs up if you're scuba diving you do okay. Um, and I did another stream, I think, on water sports, and I talk about some of the other diving hand signals, if you're interested. 
Okay, so Dazzling Haze says also in Turkey, sweets or flowers are appreciated, but don't bring wine. Very interesting. Something that many of us would not even second guess, <laughs> bringing a bottle of wine. Okay, and so a couple of you say that it is rude. Most of you think it just means okay. Those of you who say it's rude, let us know what country you're from and what does it mean? What does it mean? So Amna says it's for punishment, so, and it's forbidden. It's so, so it's forbidden to do that hand signal? Okay. Yeah, see things can mean such different things in different countries. Um, something that seems innocent to you could be very rude to other people. Okay, so in some countries, from what I found in particular, Germany, Turkey, and many countries in South America, it's like giving someone the middle finger, um, you know, saying F, F you basically. And uh, also, I think also from what I found in Turkey, it can be like a, a rude slur towards someone calling them gay in a very negative way. Um, so, yeah, so there's different, different meanings. I didn't realize at all that it was, it could be so rude, but, um, maybe let us know. Yeah. Let us know what country you're from. If you're from some South American country, like in Brazil, is it rude to do this? Um, interesting. So maybe if you go scuba diving in these countries too, they do something different rather than the okay sign to show that you're okay when you're underwater. All right, let's keep going. Okay, so you're invited to another party, another dinner party situation. Do you arrive early to set up um, to help them kind of finish getting ready? Do you arrive right on time or do you arrive late? to give the host some time to get ready. Um, and if you say early, let me know how early in the chat. And if you say late, let me know how late would you arrive. What do you think? Most people saying on time. I think there's some people in the chat who are from cultures where usually if they come a bit later. <laughs> um, let's see, give you another moment. Okay, most of you are saying right on time. Very interesting. So. This could be other countries, but the example I found in particular um, was Venezuela. So in Venezuela, if you arrive right on time or early, you are seen as like very eager. If they have food and drink that's being served, you might be seen as greedy. So you're trying to come and get as much as you can. Um, so the suggestion here for good manners or etiquette is to arrive 15 to 20 minutes after um, the time that they said, maybe. 
Interesting. I know some cultures, I think some other South American cultures too, um, it's definitely more common to be late. Um, of course, if it's something like a concert that's starting or a funeral, something like this, then I think people try to be on time. And Florentino says, yeah, in Brazil, people arrive about two hours after the party starts. Yes, I, I lived in um, Sao Paulo for about six months and this drove me crazy when I was making plans with people and they would show up so late. <laughs> um, in Colombia too, Janet says, yeah. So I think a lot of South American countries. So coming from growing up in Canada and then I went and did an exchange in Brazil, like it was very difficult for me to get used to this very fluid time uh, approach. So I guess it made me just relax a bit more because you can't do anything about it. Um, one time I had, when I was living in London, I had some Brazilian friends who were visiting and we were going to go out to a pub that night. Um, and they, I think they were supposed to come over at like 8 p.m. And they came to my house at 11 p.m. And so in the UK, in London, pubs usually close at 12. So I said, okay, we can't go to a pub anymore. We're going to have to go to like one of the nightclubs that's open till three or four in the morning. So <laughs> um, we weren't, didn't have such a relaxed, casual pub night in the end. We, uh, we went to a nightclub because that's what was open. But yeah. Okay. So most, most people are saying on time, but yeah, I think in lots of Latin American cultures, it would be weird to be right on time. <clears throat> okay, so let's see here. So if you invite some friends to go out for drinks or a meal, so you're like, hey guys, let's meet up for drinks. Um, does that mean that you're gonna all split the bill? So you're gonna each pay for your own part or does it mean that you are picking up the bill? So if you've invited some people to go out, that means that you're going to bring lots of money and you're paying for everyone's drinks. <laughs> what does it mean? And let's see here. So Adolfa asks, why did I decide to move to other countries? Um, so I lived in Brazil just for those six months because I was on a university exchange and... I really liked the culture and I wanted to get to know it more. So there was an opportunity to go and study in Sao Paulo. And that was lots of fun. And then I decided to move to London, to the UK, after I came home from that exchange. So I did exchange and then I was a backpacker for about four months in South America. I came home to Vancouver and I was really like felt like I was in a small city and I wanted to travel so I decided to move to London because uh, from London there's six airports you can get cheap flights to so many countries and so Vancouver is a beautiful city but I just was like feeling like I needed some more action so that's why I moved to London and right now I'm just on a long trip probably it'll be about a year and a half and I'm traveling from Canada to Argentina because again, I just love the adventure and the action. And the, I felt after being in 
COVID stuck for two years, I need to travel again. Um, how many languages do I speak? So I would say my Spanish is probably the best out of the other languages I speak. I do speak some Portuguese, but I haven't used it for a while. When I was on exchange, the language, the classes were in English. It was at a business school. And I speak some French, too. So in Canada, we have uh, French as our second language. But I would say probably it goes Spanish, maybe then French, and then my Portuguese is rusty, but I can get by with Portuñol, which is a mix of Portuguese and Spanish. Um, cool. So let's get back to our manners. Um, if you invite some friends to go out for drinks or a meal, it's it's pretty split here. So most people are saying you split the bill. Yeah. So for me, if I'm saying let's go out for drinks, it doesn't mean that I'm buying the wine for everyone and all the snacks. But in some other countries, this could be different. So in Ghana in particular, and maybe also your countries, if you want to let me know in the chat what country you are from, where this is the case. In Ghana, you should be careful about just casually saying, hey guys, let's meet up for a drink, because it implies to your friends, it's on me. I'm going to be covering the bill. And if it gets to the end of the night and you are surprised when uh, other people aren't prepared to pay their part, then it could be considered extremely rude. And you might even lose friends over this because they say, hey, you know, you, you invited me out. You invite, you pay. Um, let me know if this is like how it works in your country. Um, I know... I know in some some cultures, for sure, there's always a bit of a game about who covers the bill, but maybe it goes back and forth sometimes. Um, but most of you are saying splitting the bill is fine. <clears throat> okay, so back to shaking hands. Remember, we talked about shaking hands with the left hand, which is considered very rude, if not disgusting in some places. Um, what do you think? Should you give a firm and strong handshake or should you give a light handshake? Uh, when it comes to girls, sometimes they invite you out, out and you end up paying for it all. Right. So Adolfo, which country are you from? I think, uh, I think it's becoming more normal now for people to split the bill. But I think probably there's a lot of cultures still where sort of the man is expected to pay. I guess it depends on the culture. And Florentino's asking about pound keju. Yes, of course, pound keju I love, which is those are little cheese ball, ready cheese balls. I would actually eat them sometimes with Nutella. So it was extra fatty, <laughs> um, but very tasty. I, when I was there, I lived up just above a little bakery. So if you would come home at the end of the night, that's where you would go and get some, um, some pound keju. Ah, uh, from Mexico saying, okay. Yeah, so I think Mexico still has a bit more of like, there's a bit of the machismo culture, not everywhere, but there's a bit more of the sort of man pays culture maybe compared to other countries. Let me know if you agree with that, Adolfo. All right, so most people saying a firm, strong handshake. Others saying a light handshake. 
maybe is considered more friendly. So yeah, a strong handshake is considered maybe admirable or expected in places like the US, the UK, but in much of the Eastern countries, particularly the Philippines, it can be seen as a sign of aggression. So if you're having too strong of a handshake, it's, it's kind of off-putting for someone potentially. Um, let's see here. So Dazzling Hayes says in Turkey, you shouldn't shake lightly because a lot of people shake so firmly you feel like your arm is going to come off. Yeah, so there's got to be somewhere in the middle. It seems like either it's like a little flimsy handshake or really strong. I think just somewhere in the middle would be nice. Yeah. Okay. So let's keep going. We have a few more of these. And then um, I'm sure there's some other ones that you can think of from your travels. Um, that you could share with us. Okay, so showing your palms. So this is the palm of your hand. Is that fine or is that rude? So what I'm doing right now is very rude <laughs> by waving at you with my palms. What do you think? In your culture, is it fine? It's okay. Okay, most people are saying fine. No one said it's rude yet, but I don't know if we have anyone today from this country that I found it is considered rude. So this is a country in Europe, in the Mediterranean. It is Greece. So exposing or showing your palms is considered rude in Greece. Extremely offensive actually. So you wouldn't ever like make a stop sign to someone you don't wave with your palm like this. You kind of wave almost like um, like the royal family waves, you know, with your palm facing you um, or a beauty pageant contestant maybe, you know, they, they do this kind of funny wave. So interesting, I didn't know that one. Um, let me know if that's new to you as well. I didn't see if this was a thing in any other countries, but there we go. Exposing your palms is rude in Greece. So, and someone asks why. I didn't quite see why, actually. I think, um, I'm not sure. It's like showing the bottom of the foot, <laughs> maybe. Um, I'll go and Google after exactly why that is. So what are some other examples of manners around the world you've encountered? So maybe there are specific table manners or manners for a business meeting, um, other points of etiquette. Is there anything that you learned as a child from your parents about what was considered good manners or bad manners? We've covered quite a few different examples today from around the world. So yeah, hopefully um, it's maybe given you a chance to learn some new vocabulary, learn something new. And yeah, what I would suggest is when you are traveling to a new country, um, yeah, someone says farts. Yeah, so any sort of bodily bodily functions can have 
different meanings around the world, whether it's the belch or fart. Um, good example. What else is there? Of good or bad manners. Maybe something to do with eye contact. I think in some countries, um, not maintaining eye contact can be weird. Kisses, totally, yep. So some countries, it's one kiss, some it's two, some it's three, and you have to know which side to go to first, or you can have a very awkward situation. Um, yep. So knowing which cheek and if, whether it's one, two, or three kisses, great example. Whereas in other countries, maybe having even any bodily contact would be very rude, wrong, strange. So whereas some cultures, yeah, it's very close, you give hugs, kisses, you would not do that in others. Good example. Yeah, so touching people during conversation can be controversial. Yeah, absolutely, Florentino. So do you have an example? I think, yeah, in Brazil, it's a very, it's, you know, warm culture, people touch, hug. Um, do you have an example maybe when you were traveling? <clears throat> Kiss on the hand. Hmm. So which country is that for jazz? I guess there's other things around manners, like for royalty too, if you see royalty, like giving a curtsy or bowing. Um, someone doesn't understand this question. So manners are like ways to act, um, ways to conduct yourself. Excellent example from Jamie. Yeah, so talking about money or religion, um, or even partying. Some of these topics can be controversial in countries. And so it would be considered bad manners or rude um, to talk about these topics, which are not kind of deemed uh, acceptable. Another good example, yawning without placing a hand over the mouth, yeah, or sneezing without covering your mouth. Um, especially, I think people are more aware now of germs. So those are all considered things which are bad manners. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, we shared a lot of examples today. I hope you had fun. Um, if you ever have some ideas of streams that you would like to see, uh, please let me know. Usually my streams are kind of random. Lots of them about traveling. There's a couple more business topics if you go and check out my channel. Um, but yeah, I was thinking of doing kind of a more open stream tomorrow, It'll be a bit of a Q&A session. So I'll ask you some questions. You can ask me some questions and we will get to know each other better. Um, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, whether it's morning, afternoon or evening for you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.